So th uh, this is where it's around. okay for me to talk. Yeah, yeah, okay. this, is, this is all right. <laughs> this is a little awkward. And no, that's a no, great no. point to start this show. Guys, welcome to Serious Shit, where we seriously don't talk about shit. Today, I, Vin the Human, Vincent Herman, am joined by Mark Jenkins, yeah. old longtime friend. Longtime yeah. friend. You don't have a nickname, though. No, 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 no. Right? I'll, I'll just go with Mark. I like Mark. All right, Mark. Mark. I like Mark. Mark the Mark Jenkins. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Leaving uh, my mark on the world. Welcome to Serious Shit. My friend doesn't like... We're just here to hang out. All Today right. we're doing this outside of his house, out in the sticks, as they would call it. We got oh, a bonfire yes. going. We got the boom docks, booze. We got crickets. We got woods. We've got beer chilling right now. We're it's actually nice. we're actually recording outside today. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, you're listening to um, spring peepers and crickets right now. Maybe um, I don't like. I don't know where all it's picking up, but. And might be hearing those with this awkward conversation we're probably gonna have tonight <laughs> along with the booze you said you've been living out here a year yeah uh, i've been living out here for going on a year now i, I kind of grew up in a more of a suburb or suburbia i guess yeah. and coming out here uh, it's it's peaceful i mean all my life i grew up in um i think my favorite was probably medina it's like kind of a suburb just off of the highway right <laughs> um but yeah, like I, I've always lived in like a sitting, a city setting and mm. shit, and that's why like every now and again I like to hang out at my mom's house because she finally moved out to the sticks. She's out mm -hmm. in Lucasville. Oh, nice. And um, they've got they got a whole little bit of land there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just it really is. It's it's a different level, especially when it's like late at night. You've been drinking. <laughs> Right. It's, you right. can actually see the stars that get blown the fuck away by it. I could turn off my porch lights and I and I guess. Oh shit, I mean stars, with yeah. your porch light on, you can see the stars. Mm -hmm. That's how that's how it is out here. It looks really nice. Like, yeah, you got your you got yourself a little bit of uh the freedom to do some more yeah. out here and shit. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any plans for that? We'd like to really capitalize on the fact that we've got a peaceful back porch. So eventually, we're gonna have a nice big deck out here. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, because I've seen these on other homes, like like the screen, but it's like the full back porch and shit. Right. Like, it's, 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 you're really borderlining, like whether you're outside or whether you're right, indoors. Right, right, right. Yeah. I like to meet I in the middle those. with that, and maybe have like a hot tub just sitting right on the edge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you seen any movies lately? Have I seen any movies lately? Yeah. Um, I, I finally got to watch. Because uh, we're still playing. You and me, we're playing catch up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... uh, I just recently got a chance to watch the uh, uh, all of uh, the Hunger Games, Mockingjay 1 and 2 in oh, succession. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. I haven't seen the first one yet. So I got to watch them both in succession. Uh, it was, it was... It's, it's a great series. Yeah. Like, it wasn't too long ago, maybe a couple months ago, that I, like I saw the whole series. Mm -hmm. That last movie, the part two, mm -hmm. it uh, like I'll warn you, it leaves a little bit to no, be I got a chance to watch that one too. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah, um, it leaves a little bit to be desired, but uh, it does. ultimately, as like a whole, it's a cool franchise. Like, it really is. More importantly, though, what shit? Why can't I think of the actress's name? Uh, She's a Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. She's in a movie called the silver linings playbook right right have you, heard, have you seen that one yes i have it, that is a great 
movie for anyone who has bipolar. Mm-hmm. Like myself, like I, like you know, I I suffer from that affliction and and shit, and it doesn't play as like um a solution film either. It's like oh these these characters learn how to deal with it through this. It's just like yeah, these it's, characters it's live a classic with it. setup, or yeah, a classic format. Yeah, they live with it. It's right. it's just a part of who they are, mm-hmm. and they found each other. It's it's the ultimate bipolar love story. That it is. Yeah, and that was. Uh... Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. And it also had Robert De Niro. I can't remember who plays Bradley Cooper's mom, but I know she's she's a famous actress. She's been around a while. You you, you can't live in this world without having at least one aspect of love for Robert De Niro. Right? You can't. Right? Uh, I mean, I have the ultimate collector's edition of Taxi Driver on oh Blu-ray. Goodness. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like, I love that movie. But, uh, yeah, one way or another, you come back to Robert De Niro. He's um, six degrees. I was about to say that. Six degrees <laughs> we, of separation with we, De Niro. We brought that up on on an, uh, one of our other podcasts. I don't know if I released them yet. Uh, mm-hmm. A little behind the scenes for those listening. Um, I kind of bank these. So, like, I, I pile them up. So, I've got, as of right now, I've got two ready to release. And now I'm recording this one, so... He has about three or four unreleased bowel movements as well. Well, that's just a personal choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to talk I'm about... I'm trying to regulate myself. I wasn't supposed to talk about the... I'm getting a little the older. footage. <laughs> the bonus footage. The bonus footage. The special features for the DVD we're going to put out for this right, audio right, right. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put out a DVD for the podcast. It's going to be great. It, uh, but yeah, in earlier episodes, I brought up six degrees of separation. Yeah, they, and I think we played one for Sam Jackson. Did you really? Yeah, we we were like seven degrees, six or seven degrees for Sam Jackson. I'll be the first one to admit that I couldn't hang with a game like that. Like right? No, that's what I said on the last one. Like I was, <laughs> I let I think I let Bob do one mm-hmm. on his own. I helped out a little bit. But uh, we brought it from Sam Jackson all the way back to Sam Jackson. It seems to be unbreakable for Sam Jackson. That's oh, always yeah. like oh, my. the turning Speaking point. of unbreakable, <laughs> that movie that just came out recently tied in unbreakable. No, Split? Split, yeah. Yeah, I, I went ahead and um, I, I got access to the movie and I just skipped all the way to the end. So it was like, watch the fucking movie. Well, no, I like I still I okay. still have the movie. I intend to watch the movie, especially now that I hear that um, cuz what it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be Unbreakable, then Split, then Glass, which is going to be the next one with Bruce Willis and and, and him confronting Yeah, the it's supposed from to be Split. somewhat of a trilogy kind of. Okay. Um, but I had to see that last part cuz what was said to me was you got to see Split. And everyone was so adamant about it, but they wouldn't say what it was. And I was like, that's the M. Night Shyamalan that's movie, fair. right? That's fair. And uh, they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, it, like, you got to see it all the way to the end. And they kept emphasizing the end. I was like, does Bruce Willis show up? Oh, And nobody would say on. anything. Yeah, I was like, I, I knew as soon as they, like... It, because nobody comes to me with a movie anymore. Nobody ever comes to me and is like, oh, man, you got to see this. you got to see this. Like, if someone's coming to me with a movie and emphasizing a specific part of it, I know it's Bruce Willis. Well, we <laughs> already fun. we already took the segue, too, from Bruce Willis, so. Yeah. Oh, that's the cat. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, yes. Yeah, so I... Um, 
we have some free range cats out here. I I knew I knew it was Bruce Willis when yeah. people started telling me, especially Bob when Bob started. They do a really good it. job with villain development. I I really really want to see this movie. I like I I like uh, James McAvoy. He's the uh, you know Professor X from yeah yeah, like, yeah whenever the hell they want him to be Professor X. He he uh, he does an amazing job. Yeah, I've I've heard good things about the film, like portraying each character. And with M Night Shyamalan, it's it's been really that was a spoiler. I hope I hope I didn't. Oh, it wasn't. I'm glad that moment. I kind of missed it. Yeah, like uh, whatever it was. Like, but I've got to go back and edit this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I like he's been he's been pretty bad lately. Uh, M Night Shyamalan. There was that movie Devil. Like, and this is my ultimate example, Devil. I had it called from the first trailer. Keep in mind, there are three trailers. From the first fucking trailer of this film, I knew exactly what the twist was. I knew exactly who would play what roles. And yeah, and and I went ahead and watched the film. Honestly, I'll never do this again. If it's an M. Night Shyamalan film, and I feel so certain, because I was so confident that I had it pegged, and I was absolutely right with there- Devil. The the twist in this Shyamalan flick, I honestly think, is the bonus footage at the end. Or well, not yeah. the bonus footage, but you know, the end credit footage. And and not having seen the entire film, like that's a pretty big like holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, cause okay, because the entire time watching this Shyamalan flick, you're thinking, okay, where's the oh shit moment gonna happen? Yeah. And it's inevitable. You're gonna have it, and then the oh shit moment happened right there, and, smack you in the face, and, and said bye. Universal is going after the dark universe, mm-hmm. surrounded by their their monsters. Uh, they kicked it off with the Mummy recently. The Bride of Frankenstein is supposed to be next. Everyone needs their universe, so I wouldn't be surprised because Unbreakable does leave off on that note. Like there's there's more places this story could go mm-hmm. but this is just the conclusion of this first realization part this origin story right and so yeah it doesn't i'm not surprised that m night Shyamalan is like hey i've been writing some really crappy films lately i might as well capitalize on the stuff i did right mm-hmm. i hope it turns out well glass because bruce willis has been in this place where he's just taking the paycheck. But with Glass, Unbreakable was still around that time that he was really trying and he was still kind of passionate. You could see that it, like, it was starting to die out for him. Yeah, Unbreakable was around that time that was still a good good job for right. him. So I hope that Glass is one of those movies that he takes seriously, he puts the effort into. I think it's something he's going to have to act on quickly, though. Not oh, well, quickly. I mean, they're, they're, it's it's already done. Like, it's happening. Yeah, it's in the way. I'll watch anything with him in it. But when I'm watching movies like Fire with Fire, mm-hmm. I think he was, like, the the fire captain. And he's, like, in, like, a whole maybe five minutes total mm-hmm. of the film. If you took everything with him in it, total five minutes of the film. But he's on the cover. Right. <laughs> like, he's done a lot of these, like small part shitty movies that he doesn't care about. And I don't know if he's just trying to pay for alimony or if he's just trying to make a paycheck or what it is. And it sucks. Cause I love to do it. Like I like 
I, I, I can't say I was watching Moonlighting back in the day, <laughs> but eventually Moonlighting came into my world, and I love that show. Uh, Die Hard is one of my favorite movies ever, and this guy has such a comedic suave to him, too. When it, like, you it's can a smirk tell, when, or a grimace. Well, you can tell when he really loves what he's doing. Yeah, when he yeah. hosted SNL uh, like a year or two back, mm-hmm. like you could really tell that he was into that idea because he never gets to do comedy he's always like doing the action or the drama he also plays blues too doesn't he well he loves to he used to play blues back in like the late 80s early 90s under the name bruno Mm -hmm. and i don't know if if you really expected people to be fooled or if it was just a joke because there was bruno the kid the animated movie Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was a sequel to that. There was the Return of Bruno live action movie they did. You can never find these anywhere either. Maybe on VHS, but I haven't seen them. And uh, and then, yeah, he would tour and do jazz shows as Bruno. In fact, um, during the pilot of Moonlighting, mm-hmm. I was watching the first episode with the audio commentary because I'm that nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, I think it was Bruce Willis and the showrunner. I can't remember what his name is right now, but they were like, they didn't even know he could play harmonica. And there's a scene where Maddie's getting set up on the couch and he's off in his office and you hear him playing Blue Moon, the Frank Sinatra dude, on, on his harmonica. <laughs> and uh, they didn't even know until he started doing that. It was pretty great. It's the reason I wanted to learn harmonica. Yeah. Maybe someday I'll break it out on this. I'm not confident enough yet. <laughs> but yeah, I started learning harmonica because of Bruce Willis. He sounds like a pretty major impact on you. I love that dude so much. It's like he's so fucking cool and at the same time bitter. <laughs> like he's the perfect he's the perfect balance of where I need to be. Uh the movie Funny People. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie. It's and it's based on stand-up comedians but it's really dark really dark comedy yeah and it is not what i was expecting when i started that movie i think the first movie i remember seeing seth rogan in was donnie darko he plays oh my god yeah Yeah. i haven't seen that movie in so long like i think his first line was something like i like your boobs (laughs) i think (laughs) that was his first line in that movie that seems about (laughs) <laughs> that seems right up Seth Rogen's alley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, man, I have not seen that film in so long. Have you ever put two and two together? No, and, like, I've been going back and watching a lot of things. Like, two episodes ago in season two of the Drew Carey show, which I've been watching the Drew Carey mm-hmm. show through, uh, Donald Trump comes up. He has orange hair. Like, it's a very different time. He had orange hair and white yeah. skin. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. Um, like, but no, there, um, Drew Carey, Drew decides that he's like, he wants to live life and shit. And so they're out making a buzz beer delivery. Let's go to New He's like, take this on, uh, off ramp. He's like, we're going to New York. The Indians are playing the fucking whatever. And he's like, we're going to watch the ball game and shit. They like, they get stuck in traffic and they end up getting into an argument and a fight. They run out of gas. Like they try to pull into the next lane and they run out of gas. So now they're cutting off two lanes of traffic and he has to go sell beer to this one shop to get money for gas, to get someone to go get them gas. But before he can get someone to go get them gas, he gets the money and then he gets stopped by a cop. And then the cop busts him for 
illegally selling alcohol without a license in the state of New York. It's it's this whole episode where he's trying to like act out like make the most of life, but it keeps just shitting on him every <laughs> step of the way. Yeah. Oh, nobody, nobody knew how to fucking debut a new intro. Like shows would change intros sometimes. It was rare, but. Drew Carey made a, a fucking spectacle of it every time. They had that moon over Parma uh-huh. uh, from the first season, and then they they moved on to that um, up at the 5 a.m. just to keep a job. I gotta find my way through the hustle and bob. It was like this <laughs> whole like thing, and they did a whole dance number for it. Like, and that's how they transitioned to that new song. Was that the head of that season? They did this huge dance number with the full song. Mm-hmm. And that's the way they did it with Cleveland Rocks. Yeah, was that was like, the president of the United, Presidents of the United States. Yeah, United yeah, States yeah. And, oh, I love them, too. But uh, it started out with this whole, like, he's tapping his fingers on the desk, and he's waiting for the clock to change, and, and Mr. Wick is tapping his clock because everyone's about ready to leave, and he's like, nope, 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 nope. And everyone sits back down, and they do their thing. And... Um, then the clock hits, and then he goes, ah, all the synergy calling me. Yeah. like, and, and they did this whole music video just for the first, like, four minutes of the fucking episode. And it's great. It's so great. And, like, the basis of it is just Drew trying to get a hot dog. <laughs> they end up at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and, like, his glasses get busted, so he steals Buddy Holly's from the fucking display. It's great. It's really great the way they did that. They don't do that type of shit anymore. No, they don't. They barely do a theme song anymore. Right. Uh, just too much precious time on the on the waves, man. Yeah. Well, because especially now that a lot of things are streaming, mm-hmm. you should you should have more emphasis on it. Like it, we're in a golden age of television. I would right. much rather watch TV shows than actually watch like a full blown movie. I'd and watch that's TV not to... shows than watch the news. <laughs> yeah. And that's not to say there's nothing good in movies right now. It's just, right. Uh, you know, like I'm watching House of Cards right now. That's a great show. Oh, I love that what show. I've seen I mean, it. anything with Kevin Spacey is probably yeah. going to be a good idea. Uh, even Superman Returns, like, a lot of people hate that film, but you got Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. Just watch him and ignore everything else. Like, Wouldn't it hey, be... Come on, I want to hear you say it. Superman will never wrong. <laughs> That's Lex Luthor. So. I mean, it's Kevin Spacey yeah. as Lex Luthor. Well, and don't was, you wish when they make like new movies in a franchise, like a new Superman movie, like yeah. they hung on to the good elements well, of the last movie, and like where they, where they keep the Kevin Spacey as the Lex Luthor and move on to their next Superman until they find a legit. That's what they were Superman. trying with Superman Returns, because mm-hmm. Superman Returns is the fifth. Superman movie in the uh, in the Christopher Reeve series, mm-hmm. yeah. So it it's a legit sequel, mm-hmm. while it was meant to also reboot the franchise and stuff. Um, which is why you can see so much of Gene Gene Hackman in Kevin Spacey's performance, right? Is because they were they were trying to channel these these right. characters, and even if you look at Brandon Routh, the way he acts. Maybe not the looks, and and Christopher Reeve was more stout right. than Brandon Routh, but he really does come off as a young Christopher Reeves, which is the bad way to go. 
Right. Only because, like, by this time, we should have a much more adapted, experienced, older Superman. Right. By the fifth movie. Yeah. yeah. All in all, the movie is not terrible. It just suffers from horrible plot holes. The actors are good. The casting was was pretty great. Um, especially but the writing with Kevin and the storyboarding. Was yeah, 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 exactly. Like, ah, Superman's not living, lifting that kryptonite island above the clouds. I tried so hard to make concessions for that part. Like, it was his, like, last-ditch effort digging deep down adrenaline rush to get it above those clouds where he could experience the yellow sun and shit. But no, he's, like, just 20 minutes ago, he got stabbed by kryptonite and couldn't even stand. He's not bringing that island above those clouds. It suffers from that shit. Right, right. Where right. like had the best intentions in other places. But personally, I like our new Superman. Really? Yeah, yeah. Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Man of Steel? No, I, no. I'm really? behind on. I'm behind on my. Uh... Oh man, this is where we need to start hanging out more. I'll I get know. You right, caught know, up man. on everything. Um, he's good. He's a Superman. He's a and, and you got to listen to my words. Like, he's a Superman. It's everything else surrounding him. Like, a lot of people shit on him. But I blame the production. Man of Steel is so much bleaker than any Superman movie should ever be. And if you look at behind-the-scenes pictures, mm-hmm. his costume is bright. But, mm-hmm. it like, they toned it down in the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not Superman. Superman is hope. Yeah, He is, like, the thing that stands out amongst the darkness. Yeah, that's what makes him the perfect contrast to Batman. Right. Which is why, like, their comic series together always worked. Like, Batman and Superman. They, they played that wrong, and I hope they fix that moving forward. Because it was the same thing in Batman versus Superman. Like, it's, it's a pretty bad movie. It's pretty, pretty hopeless. Like, it's a pretty hopeless, bad movie. It is exactly what I expected. I expected Lex Luthor to be terrible because it's Jesse Eisenberg. The fans wanted Michael Rosenbaum. From the Smallville show. Right. Yeah. But they chose Jesse Eisenberg from the social network. Wonder Woman was great. I haven't gotten a chance to see Wonder Ooh, Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman is still in theaters. You don't have to have seen the other movies. Mm-hmm. I'd suggest you guys go check it out. Tuesdays at the Portsmouth Cinema is five bucks. All day. It's all day. Yeah. All day. I think, I think I've got a date next week. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Like, Wonder Woman it was a really good... It's my favorite of these DC movies since they started making their own universe to try mm-hmm. and compete with Marvel. Yeah, Wonder Woman's absolutely my favorite. It's not infallible. Mm-hmm. It's got some parts, but I can see me owning this someday, and I still haven't bought Batman vs. Superman. So I've seen Batman vs. Superman, though. I have seen Have that. you? Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't really have to see Man of Steel to know that like Batman's like, Man of Steel fucked shit up. Okay, well, I guess Man of Steel fucked shit up. <laughs> yeah, like it really did. Uh, if you want, if you want to watch Man of Steel, it's just another Superman origin story mixed with a Superman murder story. Really? Yeah, and I won't elaborate on because you haven't seen. Yeah, it. I don't want you to run it. Yeah, I won't Especially elaborate on that. But uh, you, you see Superman deal with some situations you've never really seen Superman deal with. Because in the comics, there have been situations where like he's killed people, but Either it's an alternate universe where this is where he was raised, it was an accident, or 
the Injustice universe where he was just pushed too far. This is one of those where it's Superman in all of his Superman-ness, and mm-hmm. he kills somebody. And you see him deal with that. It's pretty cool. Like I like Man of Steel. A lot of people don't. I'm sinking into my seat. Oh, shit. Here it goes. So you moved out here recently. So you've, uh, you've been reverse birthed by that yeah, chair. Yeah, right I... Uh... No, I feel like I owe you a chair. <laughs> no, you don't owe me a chair, dude. I'm the guy with the ass to the ground right there. It's just your bony butt. Uh, shit. Probably what it is. Shit. I'm in good shape. Speaking of good shape, hey, that's a good segue. Yeah. Uh, you've been doing uh, CrossFit, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm still uh, still learning a lot. Proving pretty beneficial right now. You've been in there about a month already, and you were showing me pictures earlier. That I mean, like... If it's just a month, yeah, there's a difference. Like, you're looking good. <laughs> Once I hit 35, I realized, you know, if I don't take charge of my health a little bit, yeah, uh, I'm probably going to go downhill pretty quick at this age. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, I'm just coming up on 30. Mm-hmm. I'm already preparing for the fact that my body is not going to keep up the way that it used to. I mean, already when, and, and this was a thing in the Marine Corps, which you'll probably remember. They don't want you to just take one step at a time. Mm-mm. Yeah, two steps at a time. That's the thing in the Marine Corps. Yeah. And even before that, in high school, that's what I was doing, was going up two steps at a time. Because I don't know, I like, even if it's just the laziest reason, mm-hmm. I've always been on to the next thing. Like, I don't want the journey to the next thing. I just want to get to the next thing. Yeah, even, like, it's always been two steps at a time for me. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, I'm I'm starting to feel it. Like, it, it's not like when I was in high school or when I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, now, when I take two steps at a time, I get to the top of those stairs, I'm winded. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, shit, that was an actual exercise I just did right now. Oh, shit. And I, and I feel bad because... We celebrated your 30th birthday out at Shawnee Lodge. Oh, my God. We, we made it. Yeah. We, we made all those jokes. And shit. now here I am suffering at the, the preamble to all those jokes. Well, how's it feel? <laughs> Doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel great. Like, honestly, if I could live in any age forever, mm-hmm. it'd be 25. Yeah, I was going to say somewhere between 23 and 25. Yeah, yeah. For me. I'd say 27 is about when I really, like, had the stupid bullshit figured out. Not that I have life figured out, but that I had the dumb shit. Yeah. Like, the shit that I really should have had figured out beforehand. That someone should have been preparing me for. Like, that that was really around 27, but if I could if I could capitalize on any age, it'd be 25. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... For sure. You know, knowing that, uh... I'm, I'm trying to take charge of who I am right now, and I feel a little bit more wise than I used to be. Um, yeah. Well, I you're, feel... um, not to blow up your spot here or anything, but you're all, you're almost 40, right? I'm 35. 35, okay. Yep. 35. I thought I thought you were a little older. Yeah, uh, still, 35, man. I mean, right now, what I'm staring down practically is... Once both of my kids are grown, from this point, mm-hmm. like I, you know, I don't have any 
newborns or anything like that. Not accounting for any that might happen. But right now, I might actually get to try acting in my mid-40s. So, so that's what I'm staring down. I'm trying to accrue that knowledge and accrue that temperament to raising kids. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm 40, I'm like mid-40s, I'm just going to fucking let it out. I'm going to get that goddamn Corvette. Are you involved in uh are you involved in theater and stuff like that or not as much anymore. Um now that I'm on the new schedule, I want to try. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's all just extra to me. Yeah. It's not something that I'm doing to to do cuz I want to be famous. It's I enjoy doing the podcast because it's an excuse to hang out with friends. I enjoy doing my YouTube videos because it's something I was already doing anyways. Yeah, it's it's really just a thing for me. And, I mean, the only reason we started doing these podcasts was because Bob... Uh, well, I wanted to do something with Sword of My Comics since the shop was no longer open. Mm-hmm. Bob wanted to start doing podcasts like these, like these bullshitting podcasts. Yeah. So I kind of mixed the ideas. I was like, well, like I went from a life of talking to people about comics to this, and now you want to start a podcast, and I want to start a podcast. So why don't we just talk about comics? And it evolved from there. Now we're doing sort of my podcast, which is the comic news podcast. We're doing Commoners Commentary. Which is us doing commentary tracks to full movies. And then this serious shit, which is seriously not about shit. We haven't really talked about too much shit. Well, we've covered quite a bit of shit. Yeah, we've covered shit. How's CrossFit going for you? Uh, I heard a lot of stigma about it when I first... As you will. And and, and you're going to hear stigma... uh, associated with any uh, any kind of uh, uh, weightlifting or fitness. I decided to give it a go, and uh, of course, with, with this kind of thing, they, they want you to go through a tutorial, if you will. Yeah. They want you to learn all proper technique, and, and you still don't come out being perfect at everything, but they want you to learn basic technique and how not to injure yourself in their gym for their yeah. workouts, and uh, so I just got through that. And I've already seen some pretty pretty major changes that uh, kind of add fuel to my fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, work is my gym. Yeah, I was saying yeah. this to you earlier. It keeps me in good shape. I like I'm doing all right, but um, it's it's good to know that there's actually something out there that works for everyone. Mm-hmm. That like, because I'm sure if I were if I were to do CrossFit, I'd probably like. Big goddamn Adonis. <laughs> well, they've they've also got uh, different programs in this CrossFit uh, that I'm doing. Yeah. And they've got one that's called Men at Work, and it focuses on you know uh, heavy blue collar labor kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, the kind of stuff that you're doing. Yeah. Um, this focuses on that element of uh of fitness, and you yeah, find and it, it, quite it really I'm is. Short. It really is like. Honestly, if you don't see yourself going to the gym, and I, you know, I don't know who else is saying this, but if you don't see yourself as the type of person who goes to the gym, you go find a hard job to do. Yeah. Get a job in construction or railroad or something. Just you know, if you if you have a high octane job, you will put in high octane work, or you won't make that money, and it's good money. 
Yeah, it's good money. Yeah. Very rewarding. Before we close this out, and we talked about not getting political on this, because you're, you're a political guy. Yeah, 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 I am. But is there anything you want to whore out, polu- political or otherwise, anything you want to raise awareness for before we... we anything I want to raise yeah. awareness for? Um, not really. Uh, I'm a, I like to consider my political philosophy as a, you know, a live and let live kind of political philosophy and that, yeah. uh, you know, that's, it's a good way to live. What was it you called me earlier is, uh, I called you a bit of a centrist. Centrist. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, and that's where I'm at with it. It's just, you know, there's this baseline of common sense, what you can and cannot do. And it's not governed by your country or your nationality or the color of your skin or who you decide to love. It's, it's governed by what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not to say that there's no gray area. There are gray areas. Ultimately, it comes down to that line. Like, where do you stand on the side of that line? That's where I'm at with it. And that's as, about as serious as, sheer, as serious shit it's going to get. Guys, thank you very much for listening to this. Uh, my name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human. Uh, joining me today was Mark, Mark Jenkins. Jenkins. You must be listening to this somewhere, whether it's iTunes or SoundCloud. Please follow us there. Comment. Let us know what you think. It always helps. It Every time it always helps. And do I not respond on the Facebook page? I like to think I do as much as I can or as much oh, yeah. as I care to. So, uh, speaking of Facebook, you can like sort of my comics or sort of my brand on Facebook. Uh, you can like sort of my podcast on Instagram and Twitter, which I've been assured by the guys are actually going to be kept up by now. All of those things aside, thank you again for listening. This has been Serious Shit and Goodbye. Don't know if we have an outro yet. Where's my mouse? <laughs>